Hello. Hello. Welcome to uh, I, I Have, have a, strange a Strange Story, story Podcast. podcast. <laughs> um, this is the podcast where two sisters retell people's strange and paranormal stories and experiences. I'm Lindsay. I'm Rebecca. This is the show. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> even know what to hey, do anymore hey, hey. uh <laughs> oh hey oh, hi. um we're on episode 100 wait not 108 that's so weird that i wrote that down we're on episode eight hmm. in season two episode eight um and today we're gonna be talking about birthdays yay so yeah we're gonna look at it from different angles so like i'm gonna give the history of birthdays i'm gonna talk a little bit about a few stories uh, very short stories about birthdays. And then I think that you have a few stories or things for us to talk about. Yeah, it's, it's not birthday related, but... Oh, but first, we have announcements. Yeah. So I guess one of the announcements is it's my birthday. Yay! <laughs> and that's, that's why we're having a show. We were kind of giving the history of birthdays and everything. Yeah. It's literally... Oh, I just spit a little. <laughs> it's literally my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> the literal birthday. Um, yeah. It's kind of crazy. We've never had... We've never recorded on literally one of our birthdays. No, that's true. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Lindsay's drinking wine out of a very beautiful cup right now. It's actually champagne. Oh, my bad. When I'll tell you about this champagne glass real quick, okay. everybody. This is the first thing I bought myself after my divorce because I wasn't allowed to buy gaudy, ugly things <laughs> whenever I was married. <laughs> so this is like, this is the first thing I ran out. And it's fucking gaudy as hell, right? <laughs> it's like 1960s or 70s inspired. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's super it's, like it's a purple a purple champagne flute that looks like a goblet. Mm-hmm. Like oh you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like So that's the it's like um it's got diamonds cut in it, so it looks like a what is it, a prism or not a prism, but like it looks faceted. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah, and um, I actually bought it for myself for my birthday that year, so that's kind of interesting. That's kind of full circle, dude. Yeah, it is, dude. Crazy. And now I finally get to use it. I know. Any, anywho, enough about me. It's my birthday. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think so. I have a few other uh, announcements. Um, I haven't told you about this. Oh yeah. Uh, I am sharing a space with a spider and we're living together. (laughs) It lives in my bathroom and my medicine cabinet. And like the first time we met, I was in the shower and it fell from the ceiling, like where I, and like it was in the water and I was like, Oh shit. And like, I scooped it up and like put it on the side. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, I hope he makes it. Like I felt bad about it. So then the next day I picked up my fucking toothbrush and it scrambled off of it. Uh, and I was like, oh my God, this is awful. <laughs> but, uh, but either way, then it made it way over, it made its way over to my medicine cabinet and that's where it's living. So like I'll open it and so it'll drop down and, you know, <laughs> come back up and it just, it watches me and I'll say good morning to it Aww. and ask it how its night was. And I'll be like, see you later. And like <laughs> leave for the day or the spider. That's cool. What kind of spider is it? Right. I don't know. What's it what's it look like? <laughs> I'm so intrigued by this. Um, it's it's little it kind of looks like it has like furry legs and like <gasps> little furry kind of eyes. Is it a yeah. jumping spider? I think it is. Oh my like, god, I'm so It's jealous. a little cutie, man. It kind of has like little spots on yes. it. You know what I mean? Like little black spots. Yeah. He's a little cutie. I think it's a girl. I say hey girl, so yeah. I don't know what it is, but um but it, it doesn't have a web or anything. It just fucking I don't know if it goes back behind my medicine cabinet or something, but it's pretty cool. That is so cool. I'm so I know jealous and happy for you. Uh, isn't it cute? It's really cute. God. Uh, okay, my other update. I started watching Seinfeld again. I, Have you ever rewatched that as an adult? I didn't watch it whenever. Like, I watched it sometimes, but I, I didn't really watch yeah. it whenever I was in high school or whatever. 
Oh my God. I love it so much. It was the, it's like the foundation for, uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Mm. Oh, cause they're terrible people, people, right? (laughs) (laughs) And they're, they're making awful decisions and they're impacting other people the whole time. Like, and so watching it is like really nice. I don't know. Like we watched it as kids a lot. Mm-hmm. And so watching it as an adult, I was like, this shit holds up and you relate to them now because <laughs> you're, you're an adult now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I've been watching it, but either way, since I've been ro- watching it, I came across one episode. So do you remember whenever you and I had a spiritual experience and I proclaimed that I was George Costanza? <laughs> So as I'm watching the show, I'm like, I'm fucking George Costanza. Like, I am him. And there's even an episode where he and Ellen, um, wait, was her name Ellen? What's her name? Why did I mess up her name? Mm-hmm. Julia uh, Dreyfus. what's her name in the TV show? I don't know. Elaine. 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 Okay. So Elaine and him go to a psychic, and it's for Elaine, but the psychic is interested in George, and she's like, you have... You have a lot of psychic powers. And he's like, I knew it. <laughs> like, it's just. <laughs> I don't know. It's really good. Uh, it's not PC at all. There's no way they can make this show ever yeah. again. Like there's a lot of really inappropriate stuff that I'm surprised. Um, but either way, <laughs> that was my announcement about George. <laughs> I really am him. Like. <laughs> I relate to him the most. That's so funny, dude. Um, so I think that that's all I have uh, for my announcements. I think that you had a couple. I just have one. I just wanted to let everybody know that I had a lucid dream. And this is something that I've been working on. And I'm not going to go into too much detail. But, like, I just think that this one part is interesting. So, like, it started... The dream started with me in school and it was like the last day of mm-hmm. school and we were all packing up our stuff and like people were being like little kids were kind of being rude. Like one kid like mm-hmm. dripped his nose blood on my white shirt and I got really upset. Oh. And so I know, I don't know what that means in a dream, but like I, <laughs> we started walking, like everybody is walking to their parents car because we're supposed to be going Uh and our parents are picking us up and like I'm even thinking like oh man it must be so nice to have your parents pick you up from school and I like we're just walking and fucking walking and like people are kind of being like little boys are still kind of being rude and they're like touching me they're like putting their arms around me or they're trying to hug me and I'm like I don't want to be touched and they're, like, trying mm-hmm. to make excuses as to why they should do should touch me. And then I end up, like, I'm walking through the mall. And so I'm just walking through the mall because our school is connected to a mall. And I decide to go through the building. And I go outside of the building. And then I go back inside the building. And I just, like, thought for, like, things got really real for a second. Like, I was like, mm-hmm. is this a dream? And I looked at my hand and my hand grew another finger and then like another one branched out like a tree branch. That's like um, Steven Universe stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It is kind of like Steven Universe stuff. Yeah. But yeah, but like, I just want to talk about the correlation between lucid dreaming and my experiences lucid dreaming in the mall because last time I had a lucid dream I was also in a mall I was gonna say that I thought you were in a mall last time yeah isn't that weird are you and you're younger and you're in high school and we would have been going to the mall whenever you were in high school were you younger in your other dream too Uh, yes so uh in my other dream was I is it I don't is it is it Lakeline Mall that you go to? It's just a, it's a mall. Like, it's not it's one that, mall. sometimes I think about the entrance part of it being a, a mall in um, Colorado that I've been to, but it's not mm-hmm. any mall that, like, I'm, I'm like, I'm in Texas or I'm in Colorado. It's just a mall. Um, but the, let's see, the first time that I had it and I was in a mall, I got dropped off and I, and it was mm-hmm. like I was at a school or something. And then, but I was an adult 
And then the uh, this one that I had, I was a kid, but I was I felt like I was more mature or older than the people that I went to school with. Duh. I know. <laughs> like, of course you were. I know. <laughs> Isn't that what every young person thinks? I'm They're like, so I'm so much so more mature. mature than you. Yeah. Listen, I've been through a lot at my age, and <laughs> I'm just more mature than you. <laughs> what is it that Lena Dunham said? I have consistently been over eight pounds my whole life, and it's really affected my emotional state. <laughs> God damn, that show was so good, yeah, too, yeah, girls. Yeah. I rewatched that a couple of months ago, and like it killed me. The writing in it is amazing. Yeah. And like Hannah is, I didn't catch on to how funny Hannah was the first time I saw yeah. it. Because I think I was like, I really relate to her. Is there something wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> I like had panic attacks the whole time I watched it. But I think this time I watched it and I was like, oh, I am Marnie. Which I love because when that show first came out, my best friend at the time was like arguing with you about it. Because you were like, I think Lindsay's like Marnie. And she was like, no, she's not. And I was like, I don't know what to think. But I watched it again without that person in my life. And I was like, holy shit, I'm Marnie. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's so funny. Mm -hmm. It's so funny how you and, and that girl had different um, perspectives of me, though. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. It's so interesting. I knew you better. That's all I'm going to say. Mm. <laughs> okay. Oh, we have another announcement. Oh, what do we? Yeah, oh, that yeah. we will no longer be. Yeah, we're not going to do live shows anymore. Yeah. Um, so what we'll do is just our, our audio and then we'll release videos on, you know, TikTok and Instagram. Um, and that's it. Yeah. That's all I've got. Well, I don't have anything else except that I did talk to somebody in my dream and she told me to talk to Andrew and I talked to Andrew and he mm -hmm. was talking about living in Kyoto. And in my brain, I thought, this is really boring. I'm going to leave. And I just said, thank you. And I left. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's Kyoto? Kyoto is a city in Japan. He was talking about oh, how he lived okay. there. That's all. We're not going to talk anymore That's about really it. weird. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, you can talk about it if you want. Well, I'm going to message my friend Andrew, who lived in Japan, and ask him where he lived. <laughs> oh, weird. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, he married, uh, his wife is from Japan. Oh, okay. And so he would go over there and stay and everything. I'm just curious. Was he a white guy, Andrew? Yeah, but he was older. He was like an older man. Hmm. Was he tall and skinny? Um, he was sitting down, so it was hard to tell. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to drag Andrew into Weird. This. Okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, okay. So we're going to get started then. Yeah. The topic of the show is birthdays. Um, and I'm a history buff, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> what is a buff? Does it, if it means I have to know a lot, I don't know a lot, but it piques my interest. And you're right? like a hobbyist or. Yeah, I would say so. I would say that. Yeah. I don't know what makes you a buff. Which is actually a conversation that George Costanza had on Seinfeld, <laughs> too. I heard it. They didn't know either. Okay. Um, so, the history of birthdays is really ancient. So, it's an ancient tradition that has changed and morphed over the years. And it has been done differently by different, you know, generations, by different... Um, cultures, those types of things. So I'm going to start with ancient history and then bring us to, uh, traditions in the United States. Um, but it's, they, they all wrap up together, uh, with a pretty bow, I think pretty much. So the tradition started in Egypt and it was actually the Egyptians who used to practice, uh, the celebration of birthdays, but it's not exactly how we see it today. Um, so this was something that only Pharaohs really got to participate in. And it wasn't their like earthly birthday, as we say, like being born of this earth, it was their birthday, um, where they ascended to being a Pharaoh and the King and the leader. Mm -hmm. And so what they would do is they would have all of these rituals and traditions and, uh, and parties, um, for about a year. 
And then uh, after that year, it was determined that the pharaoh was ready to ascend, you know, to the throne. But they were in this like limbo period with these celebrations and traditions uh, of things that would happen. Um, And so it signified also a change in power. It was usually another pharaoh dying or leaving and then the other one taking over. Um, but you can still see that concept being built there, right? Where it's a, it's a year long and there's a tradition and, and parties and everything. And then you move on to this next level. So, but what makes it really different is that this was only for men. Mm. So they didn't do it, uh, for women from what I understand. So the earliest depiction of, uh, of a type of birthday party was with, um, a, a ruler called, I want to, it looks like Scorpion. If you just look down at the piece of paper, (laughs) but I'm not sure that's what his name was, but this was in 3100 BC. Like, do you have an idea how fucking long ago that was? Because we are post BC. (laughs) So it went from like, it went from like 3100, right? 3100. I said 3100, but 3100 all the way to zero. And then started back up at one, two, three, four, five. So we're in year 2023. That's a really long time ago, dude. Yeah. Like this is ancient history. Um, so in inscriptions in the um, in different stones would list pharaohs and the various events that they had during their reign. Um, it would also have like the counts of their cattle and the amount of feasts that they had and those types of things. Um, and then it also um, had all the rituals and ceremonies um, that were depicted on there um, before they made it to the throne. So a couple of tra- traditions that they would do during that year time. And you know, it is what it is. People will probably look back at our traditions and be like, what the hell? But so we look back at their traditions and these are some of the things they did. There was the rowing of the boat where the king would row the boat and then drag it into the Nile. And that was one of their big traditions that they had. Um, erecting of a pillar. Um, the suckling of the toddler. Have you ever heard of that? No. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of depicted to, I think... Something to do with Jesus. I'll have to, you may know, you may not know. I doubt either one of us do. But the suckling of the toddler, what they would do is for every pharaoh that came into reign, they would depict him as a toddler nursing off of Isis. Mm. And um, they would do carvings and pictures and all this stuff where they would depict him as a baby doing that. So there was that that they had to do. That's interesting. Um, I know. Uh, They all had it. They all, our little babies sucking on getting fed from ISIS. Did you see me turn that around? Yeah. Yeah. I could have gone down a bad road, but I didn't. I, I chose the high road there. (laughs) Um, and then they would have a bunch of feasts and then about, uh, you know, after a year they had a big party where it was the appearance of the King and it was the first time that he was coming after his year of celebrations and all that shit. Um, and so that's how birthdays were celebrated and depicted by the fucking ancient Egyptians. And I think it's amazing that we know that, but also that's just our interpretation of what we're seeing that they did. Right. Right. We don't know what a hundred percent. Oh, that's so cool. But it's still cool. I know if we compare it, I think I've said this before, like, let's say like same amount of time passes from us until, you know, the next whatever is here and they uncover our world that, you know what I mean? And they uncover a Walmart with all these cars and then all the shit inside. And they're like, well, this is where everybody came to worship all this shit. (laughs) And they're like, they worshiped shit in this place called Walmart. And Walmart was a God. You know what I mean? So like all we can do is interpret what we're seeing. So that's the best we could do there. So I I think that's cool too. Okay. So the next folks that we see to celebrate birthdays are the Romans. So the Romans conquered the Egyptians. And so they're the next, like, bunch of people. Am I right about that? That's right, right? The Romans conquered them. Alexander and Cleopatra. Okay, we're done here. Okay. Um, so what they usually did is they they celebrated God's leaders and then prosperous citizens. So if you were rich and, and a man, um, then they celebrated your birthday. Um, and what they would do is they would call on protective spirits 
to protect the men and uh, the boys because they didn't live very long during this time. Mm -hmm. And so that's why they started celebrating their birthdays and they would call on spirits to protect them and they would protect them from evil. They would send out invitations to them. They would give blessings. They would give gifts. They would have speeches and poems for the boys and the men. Wow. So that's, yeah, that's kind of where birthday parties come from and having invitations and gifts and everything. Wow, Isn't so that cool. fucking crazy? Ah, I know. I love I it. Love okay. Uh, mm-hmm. And then they had, uh, the Romans had a ritual cake that they ate, but it, it's not like a cake like we had today. It's like nuts and berries and, you know, stuff kind of like Healthy mash shit. it together. <laughs> that was their cake. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so same thing for them for, uh, what this was supposed to do was to give them protection for a full year until that year ended. And then they would have that tradition Mm -hmm. again. Um, because at this time there really wasn't a concept of age, Oh, like not every, so keep that in mind with the Egyptians and with the Romans, like they really, people didn't really know how old they were. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a Um, thing to keep track of time. It was there wasn't a concept of time. Mm. And so they would have celebrations like this and it would kind of be marked by a year, but it's not necessarily about the person's age. It was just, that's how frequently they would celebrate. Interesting. Good listening skills there. (laughs) So, (laughs) so now we're going to fast forward to industrialization, which is like really fast forwarding a lot. Right. Cause now uh, I'm going to take us to the 19th century. So pretty much the way that I describe birthdays is kind of how the birthdays were. It was for men and it was, it wasn't really had to do with age. It was the other shit that it had to do with. Um, so then I'm fast forwarding 19th century. So this is my fucking favorite time. The 1860s, dude, this is when fucking everything happened. (laughs) Uh, so 1860s to 1880s and we're in the U S right. And birthdays start to be celebrated by the middle class and it's changing. So now it's not just for men, it's for girls too. And, um, keep in mind, this is the U S so they start seeing children, not as, um, something as gains for, uh, economic gains. They're starting to see them as family and they're starting to love them and care about them. And so then they start doing nice things like, well, let's celebrate your birthday. Like let's, let's have celebrations of all these things that they've done in all these different areas and let's bring it here and we're going to make it our own. Mm -hmm. And so that's what they did in the U S is that they, they kind of made it their own. Um, and that was keenly noted kind of around the world as how we were looking at children and we were celebrating children while other areas really weren't doing that yet. Mm. Because keep in mind, we're doing it for little girls too. Um, so one thing that they did in their celebrations, so they took things from other parts of the world, uh, the U.S. did. So we started having a cake. Well, the cake mo- most likely came from the Romans. Um, that's where we got it from. And then what they would do in the 1860s and the 1880s is they would actually on the day, your birthday, they would burn candles, uh, that represented, they would have enough present that represented the age of your birth. So if you're eight years old, you got eight candles. That's where that came from. We invented that and you would burn them all day. So you would have to keep the candles lit all day on the cake. Oh, wow. Um, and then there would always be one extra candle because that was one to grow on for the year. Oh, that's so cool. I know. And so whenever we talk about giving people birthday spankings and we say in one to grow on, that's where it came from. It's from the extra candle they always burned on the side. Um, I know it's so cool. I love this stuff. Um, okay. But also, so keep in mind during this time in the 1860s, this is where the passing of time really started to be noted. And this is when clocks started coming into people's homes. And up until this time, a lot of people didn't keep up with time. They didn't, it didn't matter. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. They watched the sunrise and the sunset. That's all that mattered. So now we're introducing the, the concept of time and people start thinking of their lifetimes and now they're caring about their kids and things are different. Um, and so, uh, that's kind of what's impacting having these celebrations. Um, and also what changed everything is school started to be mandated. And so they would separate the kids by age. So then you had to start keeping track of your age to know which group you were supposed to go in. So that's another reason why birthdays became, um, popular 
So we got the cake from the Romans. We got the candles from the Germans. And I didn't pick up on what the Germans had done. I just read that in one article. Um, and then the concept of gifts, we saw that the, the Romans did that. But then it, it's really considered, considered Western consumerism that we did that. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then same thing with birthday cards. So the, the Western, you know, we made that, um, that the concept of birthdays, but something that's interesting is that you can start to see anxiety build between aging, uh, and birthdays Mm -hmm. around the 1920s is where you start to see it surface. So keep in mind that not everybody really kept up with their birthdays. It was kind of a new concept, you know, it's the 1860s. So we're in 1920. That's not a ton of time that's passed. Um, so here is something that you may have found written in a birthday card in 1926. Are you ready? Yeah. It says, I know your age, but I'll keep it mum if you do the same when my birthdays come. It's cute. That's a cute birthday card. Yeah. Okay, so then here's an excerpt from a woman's journal that she wrote in 1921 on her birthday. She said, I lay in bed this morning thinking 46 years old and nowhere, nowhere yet. Oh, man. So... I know. Oh, that's so sad. You can see that, that kind of stuff that's creeping up. Like I'm this age and I've only accomplished this. So it kind of added, like it was the intent was to celebrate life and to be appreciative. Um, but it's like kind of double edged because then it started pointing out time and like, what have you accomplished and all that other stuff comes in. Um, so that's the history of birthdays. That's cool, dude. And the U.S. like contribution to it. Yeah. I thought it was so much fun, dude. Yeah. I loved yeah. it. Um, do you want to hear about two weird things? No, well, one weird thing. I'm just going to share one, I think. From whenever. It's not a weird story that occurred to me, but I was present. No, I guess it was me. Whatever. So um, we didn't have a lot of friends growing up. <laughs> and I, I, I got invited to a birthday party because I played soccer with the little girl. Um, but it was, it was time to do the pinata. And I had never seen a pinata before. Um, this is for that little girl, Anna, Anna Marie. Mm -hmm. Do you remember her? You loved her. Mm -hmm. Um, it was for that little girl. Um, and so she and her family were Latino. And so some of their traditions that, that I, that they had, I'd never seen before. I was like probably six or seven when I met her. And so they had a pinata. I'd never seen it before. I didn't really quite understand it and what was going on. All I knew is they had a bat and they were going to be swing. It was a big wooden Mm -hmm. bat and they're going to be swinging at the pinata. And I remember looking at Anna Marie and saying, that's going to smack her right in the head and like a few minutes later she got smacked really fucking hard in the head and I remember I felt guilty because I was like I wonder if I should have said something like there was I was a little kid there was nothing I could do but I just remembered staring at her and being like I'm pretty sure that bitch's gonna get hit in the head tonight (laughs) (laughs) I was like oh poor kid I have I know she got hit really hard. Um, so that was one weird thing. I have written down wine party. I have no idea why I wrote that down. Wine party? Did I have a wine party? Did you like go somewhere to taste wine? Mm-mm. No. I mean, I have, and it was a disaster, but it wasn't a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> wine party? I don't know. There was a couple of other stories that I looked up. Oh, wine party. Now I got it. I'm not going to tell that story. Fucking cut this shit out. <clears throat> That's all I have. Uh, Rebecca. Okay. I will pass the wand to you to share your story. Okay. Well, I'd like to know what that wine story is eventually, but. Oh, I can tell it. It's somebody else's story. Oh, you don't have to if you don't want to. <laughs> Oh, no, I'll tell it. Okay. So there was this woman and um, it was her kid's birthday party mm-hmm. and she went like all out and she made all these different types of cupcakes um, that were all homemade, gluten-free, sugar-free. She made it with like fresh fruit, put all this time and effort into it, made sure all the decorations were like perfect. So it just took her hours and she got everything ready. Um, all the kids were there. They're all running around outside, having a good time. And she's cleaning up in the kitchen and she's finally done. And she's like, I am going to reward myself with some wine. And she had some boxed wine. So she got the boxed wine 
poured herself a glass, took a huge drink, um, and then started her, her throat started to close in. Like she was having, started to have an allergic reaction. And so somebody, I know somebody went and got her husband and her husband knew to give her Benadryl. And then they called 911. And then she says that there is a picture from the party, uh, where her kid is like shoving the cupcake in her mouth and her mom is being wheeled out on a stretcher. Because <laughs> she was allergic to the boxed wine. Oh She's okay, God. obviously. And it was a funny story, but like that was a bad birthday story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, anyways, I didn't get to see the picture, but that was the story. <laughs> Man. Well, those are cool stories, dude. Thank mm-hmm. you. You ready for mine? Of course. All right. So my story is not about birthdays, um, but I couldn't figure out anything. And so, like, I talked to this person who gave me the story, their story, and they, um, you know, they were just as perplexed as what it could be. And we kind of went back and forth, and there were some people in the comments that had given some advice about it, about what they thought, but nobody could like pinpoint anything. And this person is in, um, a Cherokee tribe or reservation. And so what they had told me was that there was a lot of taboo about talking about, um, spirits and entities and cryptids and stuff like that. So there wasn't a, you know, whenever they tried to talk to somebody about it, they just didn't want to give a whole lot of information, I think. Mm-hmm. So, um, so if there, if this is something that has been seen, either nobody is talking about it or it's, um, it's something brand new. So it's interesting. What is it? Okay, let's, go. So let's go. Let's go. All right. So I'm going to start the story. <laughs> Let me just okay. build you up and be like, see you next oh time. My yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so this happened in northeastern Oklahoma within the Cherokee Reservation around 2008 in the beginning of fall. Myself and eight other of my friends I went to school with had all met up at a friend's house to hang out for the night around the campfire and listen to music. We were all about 15 or 16 years old. Um, and then the, the friend had a trail that went maybe a quarter of a mile into the woods where it led to an open circle in the wooded area. And there was this fire pit and a single tree and another trail that led south from the opening um, where they would be hanging out for the night. So they're, they're sitting around the fire pit. Um, they sat around doing this and that and just bullshitting, and they stayed up all night. Um, there was no drinking, no smoking, no drugs, just a couple of straight-edge nine young people hanging out in the woods with a fire. <laughs> Just, just a, a bunch of young dudes. Yeah, <laughs> just a bunch of young guys just, hanging out. Yeah, just a just a lone wolf pack of nine. <laughs> I say that with so much respect. <laughs> uh, I was saying that because it reminded me of that comedian. Like whenever you said just a bunch of young dudes, oh, yeah. do you remember the comedian that was like, beat an old man? <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing it reminded me of. Okay, I'm sorry. We would not be welcome in this circle of youngins. Um, so like around 2.30 or 3, things started to change. They were all up having a good time, and his friend gets up and goes to the entrance of the South Trail at the edge um, to go to the bathroom. And at that moment... He looked up and from, uh, he looked up from the fire over at his friends, like over his head, um, toward the trail. And they, he sees this gray figure, um, that was standing in front of him about 20 yards away. And like, he asked his friend quietly, like, Hey, do you see that whenever he came back to the fire? And, mm-hmm. um, he says that he did see it and he, like just kept his head down and didn't really want to, you know, notice it or anything. But this guy keeps staring at this figure, like the one, the storyteller. Um, uh-huh. He says it stands about seven feet tall. It's gray with a static, cloudy look to it. And so this was the part where I got really stuck. 
I couldn't find any entity that looked like static. There are some things like ghosts or shadow people, but I'm going to go in and Uh tell you a little bit more about this figure before we start brainstorming about these things. Okay. Um, Because you can see my, you saw me. Huh? I was like, "Uh, excuse uh." me, I'm interjecting. I know know what this is. (laughs) Uh, Okay. All right, keep going. So it was about seven feet tall, gray with a static cloudy look to it. Its legs started about where the bottom of one's chest plate would be. It was long and lanky with long, lanky arms, which lay down almost to where its knees would be. Um, It had black, hollow eyes with no nose or mouth. And so all nine of these kids now are staring at this thing, and everybody is... Mm -hmm just paralyzed they can't move i don't know if it's out of like fear or doesn't sound like they're actually paralyzed i guess i should throw that in um some of them even started to cry and some just kept their heads down but he just kept looking right at it um and he's looking at this thing the whole time while it stood there looking right back at them and then it moved horizontally to the right into the woods off the south trail slowly around slowly just moving around And it got to a part of the woods um, that during the day you could see there was a seven-foot, like, rock wall. And when he approached it, it just kind of hovered over the wall with no struggle at all. And then it slowly, like, backed off into the the depths of the the dark woods and faded away. Um, So they saw that all nine of these people saw this this entity move. Um, And they were too scared to leave so they stayed with the fire until the sun came up and then they got out of there they were afraid to leave in the dark um they didn't talk for it for years after that and then uh, and they just kept it to themselves and um they were only and this person only told like the the people that were really close to him but 15 years later they did ask one of the people who were there if they remember what they had seen and every one of them remember exactly what it looked like and what it, how it moved. Um, and so, like, there's nine witnesses to this weird, staticky creature that uh, stands seven feet tall with no discernible nose or mouth. And so, like, I couldn't figure out what this was. I, I did a deep search yeah. on it. Um, it's the leg placement that has me. Yeah, it's weird, like, right? Yeah, going up to the below the chest plate. Yeah, like up to here. I don't know. Up to it here. It seems like it'd be like yeah. yeah. <laughs> it seems like yeah, like it'd have a like a really short chest and no waist. Uh, and I sounds like a poo poo pee pee. Well, who knows, right? I mean, maybe it doesn't. We just don't know. It doesn't have a mouth, so like. There's that. But so I thought yeah, maybe legs. it was a gray alien because they are generally described mm-hmm. as having like, you know, a gray body, <laughs> big eyes, mm-hmm. and sometimes mm-hmm. they ha- don't have discernible features, but usually it's like a slit for a mouth and maybe some nostrils. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're not typically that much taller than people. Usually described around human average height or shorter even. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. then I thought maybe would could this possibly be a Wendigo? And like not the one that we typically think of, right? Like with the, the antlers. Right. So this would be the actual description of what an actual indigo is described as, as like a zombie-like uh-huh. entity, mm-hmm. um, humanoid. And mm-hmm. b- but the way that this behavior that this Wendigo behaved, or if it was, this creature behaved, wasn't typical of, like, a Wendigo, right? Like, it didn't try to lure anything away. It wasn't, um, I don't know if they're aggressive, but it isn't, like, their thing. Like, don't they take you? Yeah. Um, and also, I think that Wendigos are strictly just Navajo. I don't know if it, if it transcends... Um, I don't know how that works, Yeah, but I know it's a, it's a Navajo folklore. So I don't know if it's, um, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't know either, but like, 
Because this is a Cherokee tribe? Yeah. Because I'm trying to think of... I I don't think I've... I have ever, like, dove too much into Cherokee folklore. Mm-hmm. But, like, I really haven't heard that much from Cherokee about this type of stuff. Yeah. From... Um, their culture and and all that stuff. Well, it sounds like maybe they don't want to talk about it, you know, like, yeah. so we may, so, um, we may never get answers and that's, you know, we can only speculate or talk about like what this is. But so I had just a little bit of information about like the one thing that kind of stood out to me was that that static staticky look. So I imagine it was like a television screen, like a tube. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if the youngins yeah. nowadays would know what that looks like. I don't know if you see static on television anymore. But um yeah, so so I just well, that could be like ectoplasm. It could be ecto yeah, right. It could be ectoplasm like that makes it appear blurry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like fuzzy? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's the first thing I thought when to go in ectoplasm. Yeah. But those, you typically don't see those together. I mean, right. And so just yeah. just a little bit of information that according to the ASAP, um, which is the Association for Scientific Study of Anonymous, Anonymous, <laughs> Anomalous Phenomenon, <laughs> Anonymous phenomenon. Yeah, <laughs> that's like a rap song. Yeah, um, it's been claimed that ghosts can produce static electrical field changes, and this is similar mm-hmm. to the idea that ghosts produce magnetic field changes or produce an excess negative air ions. In these cases, there seems to be little, if any, scientific evidence um, to support the pla- the claims, and even the anecdotal evidence is difficult to track down. So. Um, this doesn't mean that like there couldn't be a connection between static electrical fields and the paranormal. Um, but, uh, it's just kind of hard to say one way or another. Um, static electricity is everywhere, anywhere that you can get friction, you get static electricity. Mm -hmm. And so using that as a way uh, to measure paranormal, you know, data is, isn't a very good tool if that makes sense. So it's hard to say. Yeah. So that's, so like what I'm thinking, maybe if this is a static, if this is something staticky, I was just thinking of maybe it's something that's transferring in between worlds, like here and there in different dimensions. Stop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sorry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's really creepy. Do you know? So was this, the location th- that they went to, mm-hmm. it w- was it on their They said grounds? it was northeastern Oklahoma within the Cherokee, Cherokee Reservation. So it was in I don't the know, reservation. You know, I don't know. You, were you thinking of maybe looking up the electromagnetic negative fields or something like that? Yeah. Well, it, it made me think of that. It made me think of... Um, that place in Utah being like a hub. Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, yeah. It reminded me of like Skinwalker Ranch and or like a state park. I was thinking of state parks and the, the paranormal activity that's measured there, but that's usually the the missing people. So I got a little I got a little excited there when I thought of the state parks. Yeah. Um Yeah. I mean, was that your throat? That was me. Did you hear it? I thought I was just going to let yes. it like pass. If there goes in. God, isn't it? Doesn't it suck how you think it's going to pass? Like no one's going to hear gonna it. Hear and that. then someone will turn and look at you and you're like, oh, shit. Dude, like I'll eat fucking tacos with my friends and I have an inside part. And I'm like, they're never oh. going to believe me. <laughs> that it's an inside part. You know, because like your stomach gurgles and it's not like, and it sounds like a fart, but it's. It's the inside of your stomach. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but I think inside farts are just as embarrassing as outside farts. It's true. Because like, I'm like, everybody knows that's a fart that didn't escape. Right. stayed inside. <laughs> so there we have it. You heard, you heard my weird gurgle. We talked about this, I think, the very first episode of season two. 
I think we may have talked about it in the last episode. I've had a few of those gurgles, and I didn't know if you heard them the whole time, but I had them too. <laughs> Maybe they don't pick up. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I, as soon as I took a drink of champagne, I was like, oh, this was an awful idea. I know, right? Because <laughs> I'm going to have those gurgles all night. Um, fuck, what the fuck were we talking about? We were talking about? about this static thing, and I was talking about it being po- possibly interdimensional. Uh-huh. And you thought you were thinking of Skinwalker Ranch and you were asking about where the reservation was. Gosh, and you know, that area isn't too far from us, from either one of us, right? It's probably closer to you. Is it? Mm-hmm. God, and I haven't, it takes eight hours to get out of Texas, dude. Yeah. It's fucking awful. Um... I don't know, man. I mean, like I said, the only thing, the first thing I thought of was also a Wendigo, but now that I'm thinking that's Navajo, I don't think it makes sense Mm -hmm. to show up on a Cherokee reservation. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's so like, what do we know? What do we think? What do we know about this appearance? That sounds like something else. I even looked into something like, um, reptilian people. Um, and I don't know how far, I, like, I can't measure that amount of distance 20 yards away with my he, with my vision. Like, I don't know how far that is. Mm-hmm. I don't watch football. But um, but I just wonder if it was like a staticky where were features covered up or was it like a stat, was it like you could see his features clearly? And then, so like for reptilian people... I even looked up what their description is. Usually they have like three fingers on their hands and they look like reptiles. They have distinguishable, distinguishable features as far as that goes. Um, could it be a ghost maybe or a shadow person? Like that would kind of make a little bit of sense, but usually you don't see that much detail in their faces. Yeah, but a ghost of what? I don't, I mean, it could be anything, man. Like I think, I guess... When I think of ghosts, I just think of people. I know. And maybe we can use a different term of like a spirit or an entity. A spirit. You know. But an entity of what? (laughs) I'll still say the same thing. (laughs) Like we we have all the answers, you know, but we just don't. Uh, Yeah. No, it's very interesting. I wish that I, uh, I wish that I knew more about some of the, the Cherokee folklore, Mm -hmm. but I don't, but like you said, the person who got it had no idea either. The person who witnessed it. Yeah. There's another thing. And he and his friends go ahead. Well, he and his friends never spoke again after that. Oh no, they, or never spoke about it. They never spoke about it. Typical. Because they see what always happens. Because they met up, you know, a while ago and they, they talked about it, but like, I think um, there was one other thing that I that I read, and I don't think this has anything to do with it, but it's just kind of interesting, and um, because I looked for everything that that I could find to figure to to figure something out about this, and if anybody has mm-hmm. any ideas, you know, let me know, and I can get back to this experiencer and tell them your thoughts, and you know, maybe they can get some clarity on what they saw. Uh, there is a, a new, a new age cryptid out there. And it's like a two dimensional being. It's like, um, like a drawing kind of like, like a black stick, stick man is what they call it drawing. Mm -hmm. And whatever Mm -hmm. angle you look at it from, it's the same angle. You know what I mean? Oh my God. Yeah what's happening <laughs> this is crazy yeah like that's crazy dude I, know. I would love it if somebody saw so uh, one of those and i'd like to hear about it yeah i think what you need to do is you need to do a tiktok about this mm-hmm. and ask tiktok if they know anything or have any ideas yeah wouldn't that be fun we can get people to duet it mm-hmm. do you have any ideas any thoughts No, I'm at a loss, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, the only other, I think what I, the last thing I would settle on that I would feel the most confident in saying is that it was an alien. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing I can think it would be. And, um, 
whatever it was that was making it blurry, maybe I'm going full on in. Maybe it had like a a protection, like <laughs> wow, like yeah, I don't even know what to call it. What would you, a, like force a force field, field around yeah. it? <laughs> Yeah. And so it looked that way. I I have no idea, man. There's no telling. It had like a trans... Did you hear me try to make it? Yeah. It Mm -hmm. had a transparent shape that was just pixelated so that you couldn't see the features. Yeah. 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 And then like gnats were running into it and that's why it would kind of pixelate. (laughs) There you go. That's what it is. 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 I don't even have to research it. It's discovered. (laughs) Debunked. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's He's there's closed. no telling, man. But that sounds really scary, and it's uh, super cool that they shared the story with us. Yeah. Um, especially not knowing what it is, I can't imagine what that feels like, man. I mean, I wouldn't leave from the fire if I were them either. Like, no, hell no, I would have stayed there. Well, if any of you guys have any ideas, let us know. Yeah, it'd be really cool to hear. Yes, it would be. And if anybody else has any stories. Um, that they would like for us to share with everybody, please send them to I have a strange story podcast at gmail.com. We like all stories, paranormal stories, um, which includes Bigfoot, aliens, ghosts, poltergeists, um, anything. Send them on in. We'll read them. Bring them on down to I have a strange story yeah. podcast at gmail.com. Yes. Yeah. And. If you would like to give us a rating and a review, please give us a nice review and a rating and take a snapshot of it. Send it to our email address with your physical mailing address and we'll mail you some physical stickers. Or if you just want stickers, like we'll just give them to you. They're our old logo, like we said before. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. We got stickers for days. For days, mother. We got like 500 (laughs) of those. Yeah. I was a little like I was super excited. I'm like, is 500 going to be enough? Whenever I started, whenever we started, we're just going to be sending. We were things. like, we're going to run out of these stickers fast. It's like five years later, we're still like, can you, will y'all just fucking can take you just stickers? Have some stickers, you guys. Gosh, like I have left stacks of those stickers everywhere. Mm-hmm. We've left them all over the world. Oh, like yeah, we went to Japan with those. Yeah. Yeah. All over the world. <laughs> I thought we went to Europe with... Uh, no, I guess we didn't. All right. They've been to Japan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any listeners in Japan, so... The stickers didn't work. <laughs> Anywho, that was the end of our show. We were done. Yeah. Until next time. All right, well... Bye. Bye.